Ooh. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back. Back in business, man. Got my co-host extraordinaire once again. Water, man. I did all this damage today, this afternoon. We started at 1045. I'm already a gallon deep in this hoe. You know what I'm saying? A gallon deep. Make sure y'all are drinking your water. We we start the episode the same way every time, man. Make sure you're getting that water in your system, in your life. I want everybody doing it, man. I want that to be the wave. I want everybody drinking water. Now, whatever else you're talking about is irrelevant. Get that water in your life, man. Get it up in you. Get that water up in you. I want you smashing. I want you talking about it. I want you having debates about it. I want to see podcasts about water drinking. Everybody want to talk about relationships. Well, men be doing this. Women be doing this. Men and women, well, well, hypotheticals, man, forget all that, man. How much water are you drinking? All that relationship talk is meaningless if y'all dehydrated and dying of thirst. I don't give a damn about men and women. How about that H2O? How about that hydrogen and oxygen, goddamn? Let's talk about that. That's what's real. Because whatever, whatever annoys you about dating, it's irrelevant if you die of thirst. You ain't got no water, you're not dating. You're not smashing, you're not getting it in. You're going to try, but you're going to have dusty sperm. You're going to have a dusty climax. If you ain't drinking water, you're going to have the dustiest climaxes of your life. You're dehydrated. You're not even wet. Penis not getting hard. None of that, man. You need the water up in there, man. The filtration, the oil. You know how, you know how cars run on oil? You need that, man. It's the lifeblood of your, your whole existence is that water, man. Keeps your engine right. And you'd be like, well, what about electric cars? Well, the electric cars are, the electricity is vital to that car. Water is electricity, too. It's electric. You know what I'm saying? People people want to talk about relationships day in, day out, man. That's all we want to talk about. Men and women, men and women, men and women. Man. Relationships, relationships, relationships. Men be doing this. Women be doing this. A hypothetical. What would you do? Would you date a bus driver? Man, that just exploded. Would you date a bus driver? That just turned into, it was crazy. Let's talk about dating, for example. When you have your standards set in place, when you got your standards set in place, ain't nothing wrong with that. You're attracted to what you're attracted to. You like what you like. Sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes you can't help liking what you like. Sometimes you can't help being turned off by what you're turned off about. In, in many cases, you can't help it. It's just how you feel about a certain look, a certain attitude a certain mentality a certain vibe you like what you like you don't like what you don't like and we shame people for whatever that may be oh, oh you into this let me shame you because i'm not that let me shame you because you're turned off by whatever it is that i do let me shame you you like what you like you're into what you're into you know what I'm saying? Stand firm in your preferences. You can't help it. You can't help it. 
When you see something, you like it, you can't even control it. You're not going to say, hey, I'm going to like this. No, you're going to see something, you're going to be like, yo, I like that. I like, ooh, okay, I like that. It's instinctual. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just in there. My patron saints, ladies, what are some of your dating standards in here? Talk to me. Shout out to Styler, Latoya, Deo, Simone, Two Jesse, Travis Montague. I'm shouting out my patron saints. This is my Patreon crew. Shouting them out. Jay Edwards, Jason Anderson, Moyo. Give me, give me some of your standards. Give me, give me some of your turn-ons and your turn-offs. Give me your, your dating standards. What's up, Celeste, Katrina Smith, Sherry Coons? Cunts? Wait, I, I think I said that last name wrong. Lillian Graham, Rainbow, Chanel. I think I said that last name wrong, man. It's K-U-N-T-Z. Is that Cunts? Or is it Coons? Is it Coons? Jesse said Coons is correct, but is it is it is it Coons or Coons? Because you know what I'm saying. It's pronounced Coons. Okay, huh? Okay, Coons. All right, boom. We back in it. Okay, so Allison H. prefers six feet or taller, and she's 5'10". There's nothing wrong with that. She prefers six feet or taller. Don't get offended if you're 5'7", 5'8", 5'9", 5'10". Don't get offended. Don't be mad at her. That's what she prefers, and that's all right. She prefers a guy taller than her. It's not crazy. It's not wild. That's what, that's what, that's what tickles her fancy. I prefer six feet and up. What's wrong with that? She's tall. She wants to be looking up at her man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Don't be out here because you're short shaming this. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their preferences, man. Some people prefer to date people that don't smoke. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, you see somebody smoking a regular ass cigarette and you turned off. You, you turned off. You can't help you. Oh, you smoke parliaments. You smoke parliaments. And you be watching them smoke, and, and you thought they was the bee's knees until they pulled out that raggedy-ass cigarette and was like, so uh, where you from? Oh, okay. You lost them. You lost them. With the parliaments, with the Newports, with the Salem lights, with the, with the camels. Do y'all know anybody that smoke camels? I don't know if I know anybody that smoke camels. I know they out here, but you know, I don't know. I don't know where they at. A regular cigarette. So Allison prefers six feet and up. And that's fine. She 5'10, man. She ain't no shorty out here. Let me look at let me look at some other preferences out here. Uh Simone L has a standard. She prefers a man of God, a good sense of humor, down to earth, and loves to travel. Simple standards. Simple standards. You know what I'm saying? It's, not, it's nothing heavy. It's nothing, you know what I'm saying? Simple standards. A man of God, 
Good sense of humor down to earth and loves to travel. Don't come in here with an attitude because you're not a man of God. Don't be shaming this woman because she wants a man of God. Ain't nothing wrong. You ain't got to be no pastor. You ain't got to be the deacon. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to have a Bible in your back pocket like D.C. Shout out to D.C. Urban. He said he would, he would save his Bible in a burning house. But that's what that's what she's into. She wants a guy that, you know, has a relationship with God somewhere. Sense of humor down there. These are very humble standards right here and loves to travel. Women love traveling. Women love traveling, man. They love going somewhere. Even when they, the brokest women be traveling. The brokest women be out here going on trips. Account hanging on by a thread. Account is hanging on. And they still traveling. They making trips. Like, I thought you was broke. Mind your business and book my flight. They be traveling. They, they willing to risk it all for the travel. A dude, he ain't going to travel if you're broke. A broke dude, he going to be like, man, I can't make it. I can't make it. I don't feel safe, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know if there's other check coming in, man. I can't make it. Women, though, y'all will push it to the limit. Y'all got $45 in your, in your, in your checking. Y'all going to book that flight. I don't know where the money is coming from, but y'all be traveling. Broke as hell. You know what I'm talking about? All right, let me look at some other standards in here, man. What's up, Jason Anderson? Hey, put a put a red uh, exclamation mark by your standards so I can find it easy. If you if you putting your standards in in the chat, give me a red exclamation mark so I can find it. And shout out to the everybody. So those of you who are listening to this, I got the IG live going that I'm about to cut off. If you want to see this episode live, join my Patreon. Go to my Instagram, click the link in my bio, join my Patreon right here, right now. But you're not gonna get this full episode. You gotta be a you gotta be a patron saint. You gotta be a member. The patron saints are in here. They 97 deep right now. They in here. They in here. So you can be in here too. All you gotta do, go to my Instagram page, click the link in my bio, and join up, man. Get in on this. Because y'all going to miss out. We having a good conversation. We having a good time. We talking about relationship standards. And I'm about to pull the plug on y'all because y'all not patron saints. Somebody has dimples as a standard. I feel like that's going to be a little harder to find. But they out here. They out here. Yeah, sign up, uh, Camilla Shante. Sign up. Get in on this. Anyway, I'm about to slide off of the IG live, but we still going to be popping in here with the patron saints. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? So anyway, boom, pow. All right. Now it's just us. All right. Let me look at some more standards. Y'all got over here. Okay. More standards, standards and practices, huh guys? Chanel Renee, she wants non drinkers or light drinkers. So she prefers a guy that doesn't drink too, maybe lightly lightly drinking so she prefers a guy that's not gonna be drinking every time they go out always drinking every day after work you know what i mean she prefers someone that's just gonna drink on occasion you know like a nice little wedding or we celebrating something or you know something to take the edge off maybe drink about seven to ten times a year nice little standard right there you know what i'm saying because dating the drunk that could be tough they out here slurred and 
What you mean? And some people, when they get drunk, you know what I'm saying? You got the violent drunk. You got the uh, the disrespectful drunk. You got the over-talker drunk. You got the sloppy love drunk. I love you. I love you. They repeating themselves all night, and you got to sit up in there. I love you. Let me tell you something. You know why? You know why I never gave up on you? Because you never gave up on me. You never gave up on me. When everybody else was... Let me tell you something. Cause I, I've been through some things. I've been through some things, but you you never gave up. You all you stood firm. And that to me, that meant everything. You'd be like, man, come on, man. Can you just order the goddamn food so we can get out of here? Come on, man. I don't need this right now. I'm just putting 20 on five. Ring me up. I it's just when I ring people up, you always give me. Why are you drunk at work? I couldn't date a heavy drinker. I, I, ain't, got, I ain't got the temperament. If you're going to be drunk and wilding out all the time, and, you know, some women, when they get drunk, woo, they loud, they out in public, woo, yeah. And then they're going to be hitting on me because they drunk and we already dating. I'm going to be getting hit, hit on and violated. And I don't want to smash. If I'm sober and you drunk, I don't want to smash. Hell no, man. It, it feel like a, a cheat code. It just don't feel right. It don't sit right in my spirit. Uh, your big debut career coaching and consulting. First of all, that's just too much business in your profile name. That's just too much business. Your big debut career coaching and consulting. You going to give us the full business name as your profile name? Don't get me wrong. I love you as a patron saint. But that's mad business. That's mad businessy, man. Anyway. Uh, Got to be a dapper Dan and can put on a suit once in a while. So that's a preference. Your big debut career coaching and consulting prefers someone that can dress up wearing a suit every now and then. I'm not the person for you. You got to force me into a suit. I'm not the person for you. But when I do wear a suit, I be wearing a suit. I can wear a suit now. I got the frame. I'm built for suits. But I just hate wearing I hated the suit I had on. On the headliners on HBO, I hated that suit. I didn't like the way the suit fit. I didn't like it. But the suit I had on in the promo for the Ball Brothers tour, I liked that suit. Shout out to Ken. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? And some dudes be out here rocking suits. So you can definitely find that. That's easy standards, right? There's a lot of dudes out here that love wearing suits. They even suit McGee. You know what I'm saying? Nice little standard right there. What else we got? Lord Devin. Fit. Or at least making an attempt. So Lord Devin's standard is you got to be fit or at least making an attempt to get fit. Fitness in the gym, caring about your your your, phys- your physicality, whether it be how working out makes you feel and also how it makes you look. You know, that's appealing. Like you in the gym, you getting after it, you working on stuff. That's appealing. I get it. I'm turned on by a fit woman. I'm like, man. You really out here in this gym, huh? That's my flavor as well. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I'd be like, man, 
You're doing your thing. You doing your thing. When you care about your health and your fitness, that's that's appealing. That's a good time. Be up in that gym working hard, getting after it, doing your squats, doing your, doing your upper body, out here just sweating, doing the cardio, putting the work in. That's a good-ass time, man. That's a good-ass time. One thing about me, I'm notoriously not hitting on women in the gym. You know what I'm saying? When I'm single, I don't be in the gym like, yeah, so I see you over here doing your thing. You out here lifting, you know what I'm saying? Doing, doing you know, 15 sets of 10. I see you out here, 15, 15 sets for 10. How long you been doing 15 sets for 10? Man, look out, man. Get your ass out the gym. Get your ass out the gym. I don't, I don't like the social butterflies at the gym. I'm not a fan. Like if you work there, cool. But if you if you in there, it'd be it'd be certain people in the gym. You can just tell they just this is their social hour. They be in there talking and leaning on shit, taking up valuable real estate. I'm trying to get on the machine, man. What y'all talking about? I'll be seeing it all the time, man. They be like, man, y'all been talking for 30 minutes. I done did three sets of, of 10 on this one exercise. I did three sets of 15 here. Y'all still standing here talking, man. Get to work. Hush. Y'all in here, man. You ain't got to speak to everybody you see in the gym. Some people be over speaking in the gym. You know what I'm saying? We already, we already said, we already head nodded. We already, what's up? I ain't got to say, I got to say it every time I pass you now, man. Look out, man. Move. I'm trying to get in here, man. Three sets of 10. Look out, man. But that fitness, man, it's appealing. I like that. At least make the attempt. That's a good-ass time. Savvy G also wants a gym rat, okay? Savvy G wants that gym rat. Respect. Candid Cammy, I love when there are no... Oh, wait, wait. I love when they are into movies, especially Marvel, just like me. So Candid Cammy... It's like, I want somebody that's into movies, especially Marvel, just like me. Cammy, man, that's, that's fantastic. That's me. That's me right there. You know what I'm saying? I fit the bill. See, Amir don't fit the bill. Amir, don't, he ain't into movies. He be watching three movies a year. I, I wouldn't say I'm not into it. I just... Don't be going for whatever reason that is. Yeah, he not into it. He be he be squeezing movies in when he can. He enjoys it when he watches them, but then he be like, all right, I'm going to have to do this again in six months. Or a year. Oh. I think the last movie I saw in theaters was Nope. That was last summer. Yeah, last summer. And this summer, the only movie I'm going to see so far is the Spider-Verse. That's guaranteed for sure. I'm I'm in there for that one. Amir's at the movies once a year, yo. He is not for you, Cameron. I like the movies though, but a lot of movies just be like, oh, they a little expensive too. The experience really gotta be fully there. Like I really gotta be like, okay, the trailer really got me. Yeah. Otherwise it'd be like, this movie was this, this, and this. It's like mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't care. You look like a tough crowd. Yeah, I really only try to go to movies I know would fit me, I yeah. guess, per se. Mm-hmm. Bad movies or stuff like that, I I can't like Yeah. I'm overly critical of stuff too, so that's just how I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is why he goes once a year. 
Once a year. Me, I'm in there. I'm I'm in there all year long, man. I, I can go to the movies once a week, easy. If it was enough slated on the table that I was interested in. But you had the uh the Stubbs award? I got uh the AMC A list. Oh yeah, well they changed it, yeah. They call it A list now, yeah. Yeah. I would say that they had that other thing though. They had a uh, uh, movie pass was what they it, had the, movie, movie pass. pass. That's where you got the actual card. Yeah. That they was something separate, I think, for me. Movie Pass was too complicated. It was like you would have to pay extra if it was like Prime or like 3D. You would have to pay that little extra fee. But then um, A-List made it all smoother. It was just like one set price, which I love. But not bad, Candy Cammy. Not bad at all. Crystal Carradine. Her standards, good work ethic, good hygiene, great communication. And she said she can handle the truth. A lot of people can't handle the truth. A lot of people can't handle the truth. So that's real talk. Good work ethic. I get it. Work ethic is appealing to me as well. I love, uh, I'm attracted to like a good work ethic. Like, man, you just be working, huh? You just be working, huh? That's crazy. Oh, you... You just did like a 12-hour shift. That's crazy, man. You ain't, you ain't really got time. You ain't really got time to do nothing else. Man, you just be working, huh? Whew. Is it hot in here or is it just me? Good work ethic. I get it. Good hygiene, of course. Got to be clean out. You got to wash the ass cheeks. Get up in them pits, the dips, if you will. Got to keep that mouth clean. You know what I'm saying? Got to keep the breath fresh. Got to keep the breath fresh can't be out here with the subpar breath talking in people's faces man hell no hell no basic good standards crystal carotene nothing ridiculous her standards should be easily met out here okay sherelle fortier says no smoking great sense of humor single in real life and financially fit single in real life is an interesting standard some people are out here fake and single, and they really ain't. Single in real life. Interesting standard. Sense of humor is always going to come up. No smoking. Okay. Now, the, does that include weed smoke? And financially fit. What does financially fit mean? Do you mean financially fit into your life or financially fit as in, you know, Three sets of ten financially. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? What does that mean? Financially fit. Gotta have money, you know. I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily that they have to have money. I don't know if that's what I don't know if that's what she meant by financially fit. I'm not sure. Savvy G likes a big nose. Interesting. No big nose? That's interesting. You, you don't hear about that a lot. You don't hear about that. They be like, yo, man. You like big noses, huh? Yeah. You know, that's when they start, that's when they start messing with their nose. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. And every time they talk to you, they they draw an attention to the nose. Oh, so for real, what time you get off? Oh, that's crazy. That's wild, man. 
They be talking about stuff ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Man, I'm so tired, man. My nose be getting sore. Sometimes I I just got to massage my nose, man, when I get off work. You know what I'm saying? You know, I just started a new job and my nose has just been like, my nose has been getting real sore lately. So I just got to make sure I get in there. And, uh, man, how's my nose look? Do I got anything in, in the, do I got boogers? That's when they start playing. It's like, man, you really into this nose. Um, wait, did she come back and clarify what financially fit meant? I'm still looking. Oh, financially fit means you have your money together. You know how to pay your bills on time. No overdraft fees. No collections. Uh, finances are in the black. See. Some of y'all thought, some of y'all thought she was just saying like some, you know, you got to have money. No, financially fit means you you paying your bills, you good with the money. You know what I'm saying? You not you ain't got overdue bills. You ain't got past bill this, past bill that. You ain't gonna put it in debt. So financially fit, that's a great way to put it though. You're responsible with the bread, with the money. You out here. You know what you're doing financially. That's great, and that's that's simple standard. Nothing too crazy. Jay Edwards says you got to have junk in the trunk. See, men men be coming in simple. Man, she just got to have a fat ass. Mind you, her finances are in shambles. She's not a good communicator. She's toxic. She's negative. You know what I'm saying? She's unstable, you know, living-wise. But the ass was fat. The ass was fat, though. Man, man, men can be too simple at times, man. Like, do y'all have anything in common? No, not really, man. You usually butt heads, man. She into this. I'm into that. You know what I'm saying? She ain't feeling my taste in music. I ain't feeling hers to begin with. You know what I'm saying? She like movies. I don't. You know what I'm saying? She she like to travel. I like to stay in the house. You know what I'm saying? But the ass was fat. The ass was fat, though. You know what I'm saying? Nothing else fits. But the ass was fat. So we've been together about six years now. But you hate each other. But the ass was fat. the ass was fat simple standards you know i don't want to shame you for liking a fat ass you know i'm a fan of i'm a fan of that as well a nice robust ample cheeks if you will i'm a fan as well but i know there's more to it than a fat ass there's more there's more to it you know what i'm saying you can hold it, you can cherish it, but you can't be holding it and cherishing it 24-7. It's got to be something, it's got to be something else. You know what I'm saying? Because the fat ass only gets you so far. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's, it's other things at play. You know what I'm talking about? But, but, you know, we we all going to look. We all looking, man. When we see a nice, robust booty, we all looking. Men, women, we all like all right, see what you're doing out here. We we all in, men, women. We all in. Your girl, she saw them cheeks. You saw the cheeks, but you can't. You gotta act like you didn't see the cheeks, but you knew the cheeks was there. And the woman saw the cheeks as well because she liked the cheeks too. It's a good time, but it's got to be something else. It's got to be something else. Charity Sam says, "Tall, funny, surrounds themselves with good people, able to hold a convo." Okay, Charity, that's not bad. 
You know what I'm saying? You want somebody tall. They can stand there. They at the party. They tall and shit. They in the corner of the little party. You know what I'm saying? And at the party when they standing there all tall. You know what I'm saying? You notice he got, he or she got like a crew with them. And you looking at the crew, you're like, yo, man. This crew look like good people, man. I already know that person in the crew, and that's a good dude. So if he hanging with him, they must be a good dude, too. Man, look at look at the. They all look good, man. They all taking care of them. They good fathers in this group. I like who they surround themselves with. And they at the party, you know what I'm saying? They tall, being funny, cracking jokes. You know what I'm saying? And then you walk up. You walk up, and then he holding the convo. He like, man, so how long you been out here, man? What's your favorite city in America? Why? Why you like that city? Why is D.C. your favorite city in America? Because this, this, and this. Oh, this, this, and that, and the third, huh? Okay, okay. I feel it. I feel it. When you were growing up, though, did you ever imagine that, you know, you would end up in this city? Oh, you know, I never even thought about that. Yeah, man, yeah, think about things like that, see? Good convo, man. Tapping in. A good listener, vibing, throwing stuff in, rebuttals. All this is important in a good convo. You're interested. You're talking about yourself and then you're talking about them, you're learning. It's give and take. Good convo. Not bad. Not bad standards. Keisha Clark Lobato says, must have good credit. Good credit is important. Can't do shit with the bad credit. They on your ass cheeks about this credit report. You think you're getting over, getting it in, you're trying to move, you're trying to buy a house, that credit got to be in order. You know what I'm saying? Your credit score can change at the drop of a dime. Credit score be changing, man. You one day behind on the on the payment, man, they done, they done dinged your credit score. You're like, man, I, I just forgot, man. Nah, man, you're losing 20 points. We taking 20 points off the top. Late payment. Oh, 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 you applied for something and they did a credit check. We we getting you for seven credit points. We taking seven credit points off the top. They did an inquiry on you because you was trying to rent or you was trying to buy something, so they checked into your credit report. We taking 10 points off the top. For that year, for that. Oh, you using credit. You using your line of credit, man. We taking 15 points off the top. We taking three off. Mm-hmm. That credit report be changing, man. I'll be like, man, come on, give us a chance. Man, nah, man. We taking 10 points off the top. Oh, 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 you got another line of credit. You just open up another card, man. Take 15 off. You out, you got too much credit going on. You're doing too much, man. We're taking it off the top. Like, man, come on, credit score. Nah, man. You're doing too much, man. Oh, 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 you had spaghetti for dinner last night? We're taking five points off the top. What, the, what spaghetti got to do with my credit score? Nah, man. You had the spaghetti with a sauce, and the spaghetti was made simultaneously. You didn't have the separate sauce coming in on the top. We're taking seven points off. You was at the Waffle House last night, wasn't you? You had grits, eggs, and sausage, no waffle. We taking seven points off the top. We taking seven points off the top. What you finna do? Oh, you ain't seen Pulp Fiction? Take six points off the top. We come and get that six points off the top, man. You ain't seen Pulp Fiction, man. What, what you doing with yourself? Man, take six points off. It's ridiculous, man. One false move, they tear your, your, your credit score up, man. I'm like, man, come on, man. Give me a chance. Nah, man. 
You asking us for chances? Take seven points off. You asking us for chances, man. Take seven points off the top. You ain't be asking us for chances. We asking you. And we ain't going to give you no chance. You know what I'm saying? Take eight points off the top. Sick of credit scores, man. But that's a fair standard. Got to have good credit, man, because they doing credit checks on everything. Um, Lillian Graham says, they must be an animal lover, intelligent, adventurous, outgoing, and kinky. Oh, 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 kinky, hey? Oh, you don't say. Kinky, huh? Hmm. Kinky with the animals? Like they're bringing animals into the bedroom? That's what you into? That's the kind of kink we talking about here? Animal lover, adventurous, outgoing, and kinky. Something kind of kinky. Um, nice standards, though. I like these standards. I like these standards here, man. Animal lover, intelligent, adventurous, outgoing, and kinky, man. What's a what's a what's an example of adventurous? What's a good adventurous example? Jay Thomas says, women with raspy voices make me fold sometimes. So so you into that, huh? You and the ladies, they out here like, hey, hey Jay, what you doing this weekend? Maybe we should hang out. You got you know that coffee bean and tea leaf on the corner of Peachtree and Norman? Let's meet up over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been watching you for quite some time, Jay Thomas. I think it's time that we uh we connect. That's what you into, Jay Thomas? Or is that too raspy? Is that too cigarette? Jay. Why you be flirting with me and then disappearing? What's going on? I see. I saw you. I saw. I like those jeans you had on when we, when we met up at the Starbucks over there on uh on Wabash and Cicero. Those those jeans fit you good. You was looking. You was looking like a little snack. Is that too raspy, Jay? Oh, it's too. Oh, it's too raspy. Hood raspy, not manly. Okay, okay. Way too cigarette. All right. All right, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can capture the 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 hood rasp, like a Mariah Carey kind of. Mariah Carey got like a raspy voice, something like that. Like Khalees, that's my first. thought. Khalees does have a raspy voice. Khalees got that rasp. I follow Khalees, so I, I be hearing her voice every day. I met Khalees and I was like, I, I, I'm sorry, but like, yeah, you couldn't do the rasp. Nah, I, no, I, I, I'm a fan of Khalees. Oh, gotcha, And gotcha. the way she looks and the way she talks. So I yeah. was standing there like kind of starstruck. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Khalees is, Khalees is striking. Like, um, yeah, she's very tall. Um, she's always had like that hair that's going to catch your attention. And now, like, you know, now that I follow her on Instagram, I'm watching the post. She's she's on her farm. She's doing all this. She's talking about the um, the brain food that she's selling and the skin stuff. And her skin is amazing. And, like, she just be out there, you know, farm life. She be, she be showing off the fashion. So now it's just like, yo, Khalees got some good shit going on out here. And she looks amazing. She looks great. And she got that rasp, though. She be like, I'm just out here, you know, on the farm. 
put a little outfit together and be like, yeah, Khalees. I see, I see what you was doing, Nas. We not mad at you. We not mad at you, Nasir Jones. T Boz also has the raspy. Scarlett Johansson also has the rasp. I'm a fan of the rasp also, just so y'all know. Um, G. Lowry says this. What I realized during the pandemic, I couldn't be with a woman who doesn't think Kev and Tony are funny. Wow. That's very specific on the standards. That's very specific. That means you found that out during the pandemic. So that means, that you were you were kicking it with a girl that that didn't find us funny? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying right here, right now? That the girl you was kicking it with during the pandemic was looking at me and was like, I don't get it. Is that what happened? I can take it. I can take the truth. I know I ain't funny to everybody. I can take it. Is that what happened? Y'all, y'all was kicking it together and she was just like watching me with a straight face. You were showing her my content on the phone. She was like, nah, I ain't feeling this. Oh, hell no. Nah. I've been married since 09. Me and mine was watching a lot of y'all stuff. Okay, okay. All right. So, so wifey's in. What if, what if your wife was like, nah, I ain't feeling this. Would you divorce? Would you divorce? Would you be like, man, you ain't feeling this? I know we've been together nine years, but you ain't feeling this? Tone? Kev? Man, I'm drawing up the papers. Would you do that? G. Lowry, are you that dedicated? To the funny. Nah, we got two young kids. <laughs> we be in couples therapy. I'll take it. Do the kids think we funny? That's the real question. Kobe McGuire said, go out on a date with a girl. The first thing I ask, do you like Tony Baker? If she says no, I'm leaving and she's paying for her crap. Damn. Damn, Kobe. What if, what if she what if she just not familiar with me? Keisha Clark Lobato wants the kinky example. Something kind of kinky. LBC Rondo says, simple but hard to find, mentally fit slash mature, similar taste in music and comedy. I can see how that could be hard to find. I can see it. I can see why that would be a struggle. Uh, Candy Cammy says, when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, I told my date all about you like you. You better look Tony up and know about him. Man, I appreciate that, Cammy. How was the date, though? You like this guy? Let me ask you this, Cammy. When you went to see Guardians of the Galaxy, did they fold up? Did they fold up on Guardians of the Galaxy? 
Mount of Peace says, I purposely ended my date at Tony's show so I can meet him after the show. He ain't, <laughs> he ain't put these Patreon hours here with me. I'm gonna... <laughs> Mount of Peace. He was like, I'm out. It was fantastic all around. Yeah, we both folded with Jiggy. Okay. That, that's a good dude. If he folded up at Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I'm liking this guy for you. Here's why. He was comfortable with himself enough to fold in front of you. Because, you know, a lot of dudes going to be trying to play it off like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even feeling the emotion, man. I don't be crying. I don't be crying, man. Watch out. But nah, he was willing to, to let his eyeballs jiggle in front of you and take in the emotions and being like, and the fact that he was able to even connect to those emotions and just like feel feel the vibe of Guardian. You know what I'm saying? That says a lot. See, G. Lowry, man, man, look out, man. You didn't fold, man. You're not, you're not out here with the compassion. It's great to have friends, man. How can you not fold on Rocket Story, man? Who are you, man? Who I've been watching these movies with? It wasn't emotional to me. Tally Heat, man, watch out. I'm blocking y'all. I'm blocking y'all. There was this one girl that came to my show, and she told me, like, she was on a date and the dude got mad because she was laughing too much. And so they left early. And I was just like, that's the whole purpose of coming to the comedy show. So he he was uncomfortable with all the laughing she was doing, I guess. And then they ended up dipping out. And I was just like, man, that's the sole purpose of pulling up, man. You know what I'm saying? She understood the assignment. Let her get the laughs in, man. Don't be insecure. Let your, let your women laugh at people that's funny. Don't be insecure, man. And I get it. I get it. A sense of humor will get you a long way with women. A sense of humor will get you a long way with women. I get it. It can be intimidating if you're not funny. And you see your girl laughing and smiling and ha ha yeah, tapping the dude's arm on the laugh, and you over there in the corner, no jokes, just like you having a good time, huh? Everything he said was so goddamn funny at the barbecue. You was having the time of your life, but I'll be out here. I'm funny. I'm funny. You don't be laughing at me like that. Well, you're not funny. Oh, ask around, man. I'm funny. How dare you say I'm not funny? But you're not. Says who? Me. You. I'm just talking to you. We're in a relationship. You're not funny. I'm funny. Not everybody's funny. Not everybody is funny. But you got to stand firm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Stand firm. Stay true to who you are. If you're not funny, don't be insecure because somebody else is funny. That's just not your ministry. Stand in your strong suits. Like, I, I'm not a superior athlete on any level, in any sport. I'm not Athlete McGee. 
But I'm not going to be intimidated if I'm around NBA players or, you know, professional football players or cats coming in all fit, athletic. They can dunk from the goddamn free throw line. They can do all this. They can hit threes. I'm not intimidated. I'm just like, man, you be balling, man. You be balling. You be doing your thing, man. Man, look at, man, this dude be doing his thing. I'm staying in my pocket. I'm staying in my lane. You know what I mean? I'm just like, hey, man, you do you, man. You shining and glistening. I shine and glisten in other ways. You got to find your shine and glisten and marinate in that. Whatever your shine and glisten is, ten toes in that. Stand firm in your shine and glisten. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got a different shine and glisten. Find yours. Stand firm in it. You're not going to shine and glisten in everything. It's some, it's, some, it's some athletes out there that wish they was funny, but they not. They be trying to be funny, but they be bombing. And with all the athletic glory that they got, the accolades, they might look at a funny person and be like, man, I wish I was funny. I'll be trying, but, you know, you ain't got it. You know what I mean? So stand firm in your shine and glisten, whatever that may be. Whatever your shine and glisten is, stand firm in it, man. Be secure. Y'all in here, y'all in here talking about Guardians wasn't emotional, man. I'm I'm blocking y'all. I'm standing firm in the block. Y'all out here watching Guardians with no emotion, man. Listen. Blocked. I'm cutting y'all off, man. I watched it again. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy again yesterday with Sincere. And I was in there. I folded again. Refold. Refolded. There's a difference between being funny and trying to be funny. Oh, most definitely. Michelle, uh, Michelle says, I had the opposite experience. I took the guy I was dating to a comedy show. He would not laugh or enjoy himself. Dump, dumped him the next day. You got them right. You dumped him, Michelle. Get him out of there. Get him out of your life. You don't need that kind of energy around you. Get his get his ass out of there ASAP. You should have dumped him at the comedy show. You should have looked dead in his eyes, his dead in his non-laughing eyes, and being like, I'm going to tell you this right now. We've been sitting here at this comedy show for seven comedians. You have sat there. You ain't laughed at nothing. And they've been killing. We done. We done right here, right now. We, we, can, we can sit through the rest of this show, but let me tell you something. This is it. I was going to wait till for the next day before I dumped you, but you know what? I'm going to dump you here and now. I'm not feeling your energy. I'm going to dump you face to face. And I'm going to dump you right here, right now, so I can get the rest of these laughs because I feel bad for dumping you, so I need some comedy to make me feel better. So I'm going to dump you right here, right now, and then listen to the rest of these jokes because they funny as hell. And you sitting up in here like a goddamn chair. No personality, no emotion, no laughs. I came to this comedy show with a chair and they already got chairs in here. I brought an extra chair and the chair is you. We're done. <laughs> Funny. Should have dumped them right then and there, man. Get, get, get that kind of energy out your life. Man, look out. Strategic dumping is what passionate for God said. Strategic dumping. Two Jesse asked me the hard-hitting question of 
When was the last time I rode a bicycle? Uh, 2021. I have a bike. Uh, Sabrina got me a bike. And um, so 2021. It's not it's not as long as you may think. Uh, I got to get back on my bike, but I'll be walking. So, But yeah, man, I was out here on the bicycle, pedaling and shit. Out here working the pedals. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Out here, man. Uh, Kiyomi says, other people laughing makes me laugh. I can't be with someone like that. Um, Kiyomi's a great audience member. Kiyomi be in the front of my shows at Tony Baker and Friends. Her and her, her, and her man be in the front. And they a good time, man. And what I also like about Kiyomi and her man, they answer questions when I ask. They don't, they don't fumble. They don't drop the ball. They don't try to come up with something clever. They answer my questions when I ask. They don't try to out-joke me. They give me the real answer. And sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's just regular. But it works. When I ask you, if you ever come to my live show and I ask you a question, just answer it, man. Don't overthink it. Don't be scared. I'm not going to try to embarrass you. I'm not going to try to roast you. I'm not going to try to put you down. One thing about me, when I talk to the crowd, I want you to feel comfortable. I want you to be included. I want you to get in on the fun. I'm never coming at you to tear you down unless you deserve to tear down. But most people don't deserve to tear down in my shows. So I'm just asking you a question because I'm I'm really curious. And then if you if you come with the whack answer, then I'll be like, we're going to roast your answer together. But I still want you to feel included. I still want you to have a good time. And I want you to know that I'm listening. So... And shout out to Kiyomi and her man, because they be, I know I can, I know I can go to them with a question and not not have them fumble the ball. Cause sometimes the audience be fumbling the ball when you ask them a question. They be trying to do too much. They freeze. They, especially that audience member that yelled something out while I was talking. And then when I was like, what'd you say? And then they get quiet. I'm like, nah, man, keep the same energy. What'd you say? The hell you just say. And I get it. Some comedians are mean. Some comedians will, will embarrass you. Some comedians will try to make you the butt of the joke, will try to embarrass you, but that's not me. I want you I want you to be fully comfortable having a good time. I want you to be included in these good times we have. So uh, LBC Rondo asks, what's the shortest relationship slash date you had before hitting the eject button? What was the final straw? Um... I dated this one girl for a day over the phone. It was like, yo, we go together. Her name was Tina. This was back teenage Tony. Yo, uh, we go together. And then the next day, Tina broke up with me. So we never even, we never even did nothing. Nothing got accomplished. Um, I've had, I've had quite a few one and done hangouts, dates, if you want to call them that. One and done's, um, whether it be just the vibe wasn't right, breath wasn't right, uh, attitude just didn't 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 mesh, and then you know you just fade out. You can just fade on out. Uh, I wasn't a heavy dater though. You know what I mean? Like you know, I wasn't going on a ton of dates. Usually, usually my my whole style of dating is getting to know the girl through text messages, phone calls before we actually link up in person so 
you know. So we got we we kind of have some type of rapport before we even link up in person. That's the kind of that's the kind of dating I prefer. Like you know, what I'm saying we we communicating, we flirting, and you know whatever, and then we we link up in person, and then go from there. Like maybe you'll find like nah, she was better over the phone, or you know, and then you just go from there. But some people be going on dates cold turkey, where it's just like you had minimal conversation, minimal communication before you link up in person. And then to me, it's just, it's awkward. It's awkward at that point. Because then it's like you're trying to pull the conversations out from scratch and then all that getting to know each other. Because, you know, Cass is nervous. We be nervous out here. Some people shy, some people nervous, whatever the case may be. And it's just like, Without that, without that extra communication that you could have had, the phone calls, the FaceTimes, the, the text messages back and forth, you're getting to know, you're getting to know a person. So then when you come into the in-person environment, you're a little bit more comfortable. You got you have more ammunition for conversation. You have more, you have more perspective on where they come from, their outlook on certain things. So when y'all finally come together in person, it's more of a smooth transition because you're not going in cold turkey with the face to face. So I prefer that style. I know a lot of people be like, I don't like the text. I gotta be, I gotta, you know, I gotta get to know you in person. I don't like talking on the phone. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people like that. But for me, I'm perfectly fine with just getting to know you at a distance. And then when we come together and hang out and connect, it's just like, oh, okay. Even better in person. Or, ah, this ain't the same in person. Yeah, so, you know, I feel like that's a that's a fair way to date. You know what I'm saying? But that's just me. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Uh, Tally Heat asks, What's, what musical moment or song from a movie lives in your head rent-free? Like the credit song to The Breakfast Club, um, the Tiger song and The Hangover, any song and Walk Hard or Scott Pilgrim? Um, yo, I love that song. It's Scott Pilgrim that, uh, it's, uh, what, what's her name's character? Captain Marvel's character. What's her name? Goddamn. Who plays Captain Marvel? Why can't I think of her name? I can't think of old girl's name. She plays Captain Marvel. Give, give it to me. Give it to me right quick. Brie Larson, that song she was singing. From you, I forget the name of the song though. But I really like that song, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, it's a lot of songs that live rent free in my head. Um, I've been thinking about the Blues Brothers soundtrack a lot uh, lately because we've been doing promo for the Ball Brothers tour. I think about songs from Lil Shop of Horror a lot. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You know that song where they went to the museum? It was just an instrumental song, but that song where they went to the art museum really always stuck with me. Um, Yo, I got to remember that Scott Pilgrim song. Hold on. Scott Pilgrim song. 
Pilgrim song. Was it Black Sheep? I'll send you my love on a wire. Lift you up every time. Everyone who pulls away who from you. Yeah, that song. That song right there, I was like, yo, man, I like that song. I like that song right there, man. Scott Pilgrim, I love that movie, man. I remember uh, House Party when it comes on. I'm always thinking of the lyrics, House Party Rap Battle. Because I was a handsome on American bandstand. Uh, I'm always thinking about the battle lyrics uh, on the House Party, uh, the battle between kid and play. Always thinking about those lyrics. Um, this is all kind of stuff. Give me some this or that so we can get the hell up out of here. Give me some this or that, yo. This or that. Romeo, you. Straight out the 80s, right into the 90s. Giving you the highs and lows like a drama. Because the kid is much more than hair and a smile. Yeah. You live in some kind of foul. Kobe Maguire asks, Twister or Buster Rhymes? You know I'm from Chicago. Twister is a Chicago legend in the game. Um, He's from the west side, though. I'm from the south side. Twister's from the west side of Chicago. Um... You know what I'm saying? Adrenaline Rush. I didn't like the production on Adrenaline Rush, though. You know what I'm saying? His verse on Poe Pimpin' by Do or Die. In the backseat of my Cali, chop it up with Do or Die. Um, he killed it. He be killing features. Overnight Celebrity. Slow Jams. But I'm going to go with Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes... I was heavy in the Buster Rhymes, man. I was buying the albums. I was all in. I was digging in the crates. I was all in, man. Buster Rhymes for me all day, man. Buster was the guy, is the guy, you know. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Buster, even though he's from uh, he's from Long Island. I'm gonna go with Buster, man. Buster's catalog is just come on, and Buster be killing features as well. Twister be killing features, but so does Buster. And Buster had the dope videos, man. Going Buster. Buster Rhymes. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Deo asks, what rappers have amazing intro songs? Songs that come to mind for him are wait, the best of both worlds intro? You talking about the best of both worlds, Jay-Z R. Kelly album? Best of both worlds. Oh, that. That's that's one of the examples. Okay. Uh, uh intro song that I love is on um I think it's the intro to, is it Steelmatic? 
might be still Matic, where Nas is like blood of a slave, heart of a king. I think that's on the Stillmatic album. Blood of a slave, heart of a king. Yo, that intro right there, fire. It's a, it's a dope intro on the Doggy Style album with Snoop. It's a dope, uh, it's a dope intro on Saha the Prince's album with uh, the song is called Amen. Dope intro. Um, I gotta really think. I wanna, I wanna make a list. I wanna give y'all my my ten favorite intro songs. Do I still listen to R. Kelly? No, but I'll be wanting to, and I still be singing R. Kelly songs in my head. Like seems like you're ready lives rent free in my head, and. In full transparency, the other day I listened to At Your Best Remix by Aaliyah. Full transparency, I listened to it. I was like, I, I, I love that song, man. But I don't be going to R. Kelly's albums like that. LBC Rondo asks, 80s R&B or 80s rap? 80s R&B. 80s R&B. I'm going with the 80s R&B. Tough. Yeah, give me that. Give me that 80s R&B, cuz. Struggle Beard Bakery Ags. Struggle Beard Bakery Ags. Struggle Beard Bakery or Crumble? You a cold piece of work. Since I know you personally. Since I know you personally. I'm going to pick you, but your cookies are fire. So it's not like I'm just picking you just because I know you, but it's like your cookies are fire. Here's why I'm pissed at you, and here's why I pettily want to pick Crumble over you. It's because you know my demons. You know my demons. You know I'm trying to get right. You know, you know this personally. You know I'm trying to get my life on track. You know I'm trying to make the good decisions. But for you, it's like, nah, man, fuck that tone. Get in on these cookies, bro. I know, I know you, I know you trying to not go overboard. I know you be trying to slim down. But I want you to get these cookies anyway, dog. Whenever you come to Chicago, I want to load you up with cookies. I know you're gonna eat them all because you can't resist. I know every time I send you a package of cookies, you're going to murder them hoes because you're soft, you're weak, Tone. And once I put the cookies in front of you, how can you resist? And I know you're a gremlin on the late night. I know you be in the kitchen foraging for food like a goddamn raccoon. I know you be in there, Tone, but I'm going I'm to I'm 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 sabotage you anyway. I'm going to send you these vegan cookies and they're going to be soft and they're going to be big, just like you like them, Tony. Tony, I know you like soft, big cookies, man. That's why I'm sending them your way and they vegan. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to eat them all because you're soft, you're weak. And I know this, and regardless of me knowing your struggles, I'm going to send you the cookies anyway and I'm going to watch you fold under the pressure of temptation. And then I'm going to let you cuss me out on daddy issues and verbal cardio because I know you in the struggle. And I'm going to send you the crack. I know you're a recovering crack addict when it comes to cookies. And I'm going to send you more crack, heroin, 
meth, coke, pills. Whatever you can get addicted to, that's the cookies. And I'm giving them right to you. See, Crumble ain't going to do that to me. Crumble is just existing. They don't even know I exist. So it's like me coming to crumble on my own accord. They don't care about me, but you you, you say you care about me. You claim to care about me. So it's like, let me take care of you, Tone. Let me give you more of this crack. Now you're out here strung out on my cookies. I did that. And you take pride in it, low key. You love the fact that I can't resist your good your good ass cookies you can't you like man i know you trying to do right tone but get your beak wet on this you a piece of shit struggle beer baker if we if we want to get to the nitty-gritty if we want to get to the nuts and bolts you ain't worth a damn because you know your cookies is good and you know i'm a fold under the pressure and you keep trying to give me the cookies. So I'm going crumble, goddammit. Because at least they just stay over there and I came to them. You bringing the cookies to me. How about that? Huh? Is that the answer you've been wanting? Hmm? Sick of it, man. Man, Struggle Beer Bakery got some good cookies, man. Sick of them. Individually wrapped. Individually wrapped. I'm going to say it one more time. Individually wrapped cookies. You know what that means? When the cookie is individually wrapped, the integrity of the cookie remains a lot longer. If you like your cookie soft, when they individually wrap, that softness is going to remain. And that's what the hell he be doing at Struggle Beard Bakery. That's why I don't like him. Because he's making this crack too perfect. And he'd be having all different kind of flavors. Red velvet and snickerdoodle and chocolate chip and chocolate chocolate chip and chocolate chunk. Peanut butter. Whatever you into. Sick of him, man. Stay away from Struggle Beard Bakery, man. Stay away. But also, if you like cookies, man, get in on those because they are Whew. I remember one night in Chicago, he brought the cookies to the show. I sat there and had five cookies in one night. I had five cookies in one night on purpose because I didn't want to keep eating the cookies throughout the week. So I was like, yo, let me murder these cookies in one night so I can just do the damage in one night and then just then just do the recovery later. Because if not, if I don't do the damage all in one night, these cookies are going to be with me all week and I'm going to be cutting up all week. So I was like, let me just go off and gorge this one night. That way it's, it's done. It's one night of debauchery. I'm face down, coked out. Sick of it, man. Anyway. Jay Edwards asked, and this is the final question for today. Jay Edwards asked, would you rather be able to read minds or have x-ray vision? If anybody's question that I didn't get to, save your question and uh, ask me again on the next verbal cardio. So save your question if I didn't get to it. Save your questions, y'all. Write them down in your little note app 
if I didn't get to your questions, that way we can reuse them and then, you know what I'm saying, we come back to them. Would you rather be able to read minds or have x-ray vision? I feel like x-ray vision wouldn't serve me well throughout my life. Like, why do I need to see through stuff? So I feel like I, it would just be pointless overall. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not, it's not many things I would need to see through in life. Like I need to see what's going on in there. Do I really? You know what I mean? So I think I would rather read minds. Controlled, controlled mind reading, though. Um, yeah, I would rather read minds because what am I gonna do with X-ray vision? Maybe if I was a cop, sure. I can I can look in the house before we go in and make sure ain't nobody waiting waiting on us with the shotgun. But I feel like even the, even then, reading minds would be more beneficial if I was a cop. I'd be like, so where were you at at nine p.m. on Wednesday, the fourth? Oh, I was I was at my cousin's. I'd be like, you were at the Seven Eleven? No, 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 I wasn't. You was at the Seven Eleven. You were the getaway driver. Tyrone was in there. He pulled the gun out on the cashier. He cleaned out the register. You drove off. You dropped him off about two miles away. Then you drove, got rid of the car. Then, then, then and only then you had pad tie the night of the robbery. Pad tie. No sprouts. Ain't that what you had? No, no, yeah, that's what you had. That's what you had. I'm in your mind. It would be more beneficial then. So I'm going to go with the mind read. Let me, let me read those minds. Let me read those minds. Um, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Verbal Cardio. We talked about relationship standards. We talked about relationship dating a little bit. We talked about, you know, this or that. We had a good time. I think we had a good time. I enjoyed myself. Um, we got to do this again. And we will do it again next Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? New episodes drop every Wednesday, but next Tuesday, we back at it. I want to thank my patron saints for being in here. Y'all pulled up deep. Um, I love y'all passionately in the shower, as you already know. Um, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I care about your lives, your hopes and dreams, all that good stuff, man. Spread the word about verbal cardio, man. Tell everybody you know. I want these numbers to be right. Tell everybody you know, man. And when I'm coming to your city, pull up. The Struggle Beer Bakery, stay away from me. Just stay away from me, man. Stay away from me. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about Struggle Beard. Is Struggle Beard still in here? You got you got a website you want me to post? I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post your little website so everybody else can be cracked out. Hmm. And I called it little on purpose because you you know the damage you be doing. You know the damage. Sick of you, man. Yeah, quiet now. You know what I discovered, man? I meet a lot of y'all standards in here. That's what I noticed. A lot of standards in here that y'all was having, I fit the bill. The only one, though, you know, I ain't got a fat ass. I ain't got a fat ass, but, man, I was, 
I was keeping up with y'all standards. I got a sense of humor. I can hold a conversation. I surround myself with good people. I'm tall. You know what I'm saying? I'm financially fit. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? I'm compassionate. I'm intelligent in some circles. You know what I'm saying? I'll be traveling. I like to travel. You know what I'm saying? I like movies. I like Marvel. You know what I'm saying? I got a big nose. You know what I'm saying? I'm grumpy. Am I grumpy though? Am I annoyingly turn off grumpy? I ride a bike. You don't like to travel, you just do it for work. I like to travel. I don't think I'm grumpy, yo. I don't think I'm grumpy. Give me an example. For those of you that are saying, yo, Tony's grumpy, give me an example. Outside of me not liking people talking over one another, give me an example. Mm -hmm. I want some fresh, hard-hitting examples. Just grown. See? Y'all ain't giving me no good grumpy examples. Yeah, you ain't got the time. Hunt down a P, you ain't got the time. Because you said it with your whole chest. You said it with both nipples out. You took your shirt off and said that. You just be grumpy. You said that with your shirt off. Nipples rock hard. You stood firm in it. Whole chest. Like Tony Grumpy. No bra. But now you ain't got the time. But you had time a minute ago when your shirt was off and you said it. You co-signed somebody else that said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if you being direct and passionate about certain items is being defined as grumpy. I don't know. You be grumpy, but in a lovable way. You still ain't giving me no examples, not a P. You still ain't giving me no examples. Uh-huh. Y'all got nothing. See, y'all y'all falling into the, the slander of Tony Baker. Am I grumpy when people call me? I'm grumpy initially, like when I answer the phone. I'll be like, ah, what? But once I'm on the phone, I'm good. I'll be chastising y'all like somebody grandpa. <laughs> Give me an example, Kiyomi. When I be fussing about y'all not drinking water, I'll be fussing about y'all not, not paying attention to the flyers. When I'll be like, yo, read the captions. Is that me being grumpy when I'll be like, yo, read the captions. I put it in the caption. Read that shit. Drink more water, yo. That's not grumpy. That's passion. I want y'all to stay alive. I want, you, I want y'all to be your best selves. That's passion. You know what I'm saying? When people don't put their cards up, man, 
you a piece of shit. This not grump. It's just like, yo, man, y'all some real pieces of shit out here. And the eating habits. Do I be coming for y'all eating habits like that? Man, look out, man. I'm done talking to y'all, man. Get off my lawn, y'all. Get off my lawn. I asked, I asked Denzel or Will Smith and Aaliyah Beyonce, you cussed me out twice. That's not grumpy. That's not grumpy, man. Y'all got nothing. You literally say I'm sick of it all the time. That's a grumpy phrase. See, see, but see, you're not feeling the real man. Let me let's look up grumpy. Let's look up grumpy. Grumpy definition. Bad tempered or irritable. Bad tempered or irritable. What is the meaning of a grumpy person? Surly or ill-tempered, discontentedly or sullenly irritable, grouchy. That's how y'all see me? I am irritable. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you the irritable. I'll give you that. Stuff be irritating. But that's all you got. That's all you got. The irritation. Look out. Anyway, let me let me get the hell up out of here, man. Y'all trying to grouchy, man. Man, watch out, man. Whatever it is, I'm fitting the standards. That's that's how we ended up here. I'm fitting everybody's standards. And except for the the fat ass. I, I don't have a fat ass. You know what I'm saying? But y'all was like. Y'all was like, I was getting off until y'all was like, man, but you grumpy though. Shirts off. But I like to travel, y'all. I really like to travel. What messed me up on travel is since I do it for a living, I had to, I had to take a chill. Cause y'all gotta remember, I've been traveling heavy since I want to say I started traveling heavy since 2014. So I just I just got maxed out on traveling. Going to all these shows via via driving, flights. You know, that's gonna wear you down. That's gonna wear you down. What's mail packing? What's that? That's gonna wear you down. So it's not that I don't like traveling. I really enjoy traveling, but it was just I, I got maxed out. For after years of travel, I was just like Ah, I got to sit down, y'all. So that's what happened. But before that, I was traveling McGee. I got no chesticles. <laughs> anyway, let me get the hell up out of here. Um, I appreciate y'all. Love y'all passionately. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio.